Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, you're listening to 5-Minute Folklore with me, Bob Shoy. This episode, we'll be looking at American tall tale folklore for the first time. This is an area of folklore that I was completely unfamiliar with, so it's been really interesting to research. So, let's get right into it. Here's today's 5-Minute Folklore, all about Captain Alfred Bulltop Stormalong. Long ago, in America... A baby was born. He was much larger than a usual baby, and by the time he was fully grown, he would measure 30 feet in height. His name was Alfred Bulltop Stormalong. He loved to watch the ships, and at the age of 12, he joined his first crew. Sign me up. They gave him the job of lookout due to his height. He was extremely fit and hardworking and well-liked among the rest of the crew. One day, he spotted a ship in the distance and called out to the captain. Ship on the horizon, captain. Looks like pirates heading in this direction. They knew they would not outrun them, but thanks to Stormalong's keen sight, they had time to cobble together a plan. That day, they were transporting barrels of molasses. How about we spread molasses along the deck? That'll stop them in their tracks, said Stormalong. And they did. When the pirate ship got near, they feigned surrender. Come aboard, we are no match for you, said the captain. The pirates climbed onto the ship and became stuck in the molasses, just as Stormalong had planned. They tied the pirates up and took them back into port with them. Good job, Stormalong. You saved us. To reward your quick wits and hard work, I would like to promote you to first mate. Thank you, sir. After a few more years, Stormalong put together his own crew and captained his own ship, the Corsa. He wanted it to be the biggest ship around and had it built especially. Rumours of its size travelled. Many thought them greatly exaggerated. Some said that he needed a stable of horses on board for his crew to travel the length of the ship. The most extreme was that, 
The crew would have to pull the mast down when they passed the sun or moon, as to not scrape against them. He loved the stories. The ship was too large for many harbours though, and so it spent most of its time on the ocean, which suited Stormalong, as that was where he liked to be. After many adventures, including mishaps on the English Channel and at Panama, he came face to face with a huge sea monster, the mythical Kraken. He could not believe his eyes. It's real! It's real! He was shouting as it began to attack the Corsa. He fought against it, but it retreated and escaped. Dejected, he turned his ship towards port. He had never failed a conquest before and retired, somewhere out in Midwest America, to live a solitary life as a farmer. After he grew tired of that, he also tried his hand as a rancher, but still the sea was calling to him. So he returned, older, wiser, but just as strong as he ever was. It feels good to be back behind the wheel of the Corsair he shouted as he left port. Eventually, it happened. He ran into the Kraken again. My old rival, he exclaimed. You won't be getting away this time. His time as a rancher had paid off, and he managed to lasso the Kraken. It tried to escape, but he held on tight and managed to wrestle it toward a whirlpool which he had spied. At the last moment, Stormalong let go of the rope, and watched as the whirlpool swallowed up the Kraken, never to be seen again. Good riddance. You do not mess with Alfred Bulltop Stormalong, he said, and he dusted off his hands. Stormalong could not give up the sea and continued as captain into his old age. One day, he upset the captain of another ship. The captain had a steamboat, and having never seen one before, seeing the smoke rising from it, Stormalong had worried that it had caught fire and poured water over the engine. Furious, the steamboat captain challenged him to a transatlantic race. I accept. Of course, he accepted. It was a difficult race and took all of his strength. He won by a large margin, but the strain was too much for him and he collapsed. This was the death of Alfred Bulltop Stormalong. His crew gathered to place his body into the water. And his first mate spoke up. He lived at sea, he died at sea, and he shall be buried at sea. The place he loved. Hopefully old Davy Jones will open up his locker to accept our captain. I hope you enjoyed that story. As usual now, we're going to take a closer look and I have a few more shorter stories too. Oh, we'd be all right if the wind was in our sails. So we'd be all right if the wind was in our sails. So we'd be all right if the wind was in our sails. And we'll all hang on behind. And we'll roll the old chariot along. We'll roll the old chariot along. We'll roll the old chariot along. And we'll all hang on behind. Known as the greatest sailor of all time, Captain Stormalong is an inspirational figure. 
Stories and shanties date back to the 1830s and are believed to have been started by African-American folk songs, where he was commonly referred to as Mr. Stormalong or Way Stormalong John. Many American folklore stories, such as Stormalong, or for other examples, Paul Bunyan or John Henry, are referred to as tall tales. Tall tales can be entirely fictional or are sometimes exaggerations on real events, always containing unbelievable elements, but always told as if true. They are thought to have started on the American frontier, where men gathered together and bragged. There are links between Stormalong and other American tall tale characters. He's often thought of as the Paul Bunyan of the sea, for example, and there are similarities in his steamboat race demise story and the death of John Henry. Both involve the hero exhausting himself to keep up with modern technologies. Oh, it'd be alright if we make it around the horn. Oh, it'd be alright if we make it around the horn. Oh, it'd be alright if we make it around the horn. And we'll all hang on behind. And we'll roll your chariot along. We'll roll your chariot along. We'll roll your chariot along. And we'll all hang on behind. In 1930, a very famous story collection was published titled Here's Audacity, American Legendary Figures, compiled by Frank Shea. It included many stories about Stormalong, and is where many of the more fantastical elements of the character originate, like his exaggerated height and strength, or the huge scale of the courser, whose sails were told to be so big that they had to be stitched together over the Sahara Desert, as it was the only place big enough to unfurl them. It also incorporated Norse mythology by introducing Stormalong's encounters with the Kraken. The Stormalong stories from this publication were popular enough that they led to another collection of stories dedicated solely to Stormalong, to be published in 1933, titled, and this is a long one, Old Stormalong Yarns, Small and Tall Tales of Alfred Bulltop Stormalong, Bravest and Best of the Old Time Deep Water Sailors of the American Seaboard. That's a mouthful, and that was written by Charles Edward Brown. In 1992, Rabbit Ears Entertainment released a compilation of Stormalong stories for children titled Stormalong, the Legendary Sea Captain. And that was narrated by John Candy. We're just going to play a little tiny clip of that now. Well, with Stormalong back, in no time we was ready to set sail. Why, just to christen that boat... They needed 140 jerry bones of French champagne. And that's not including bubbles. She was a beauty, all right. She rode faster than anything. And she rode so smooth you could build a house of cards on her deck in the middle of a hurricane. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There are far too many Stormalong stories to include them all in this episode. I put a few of the more famous ones together for the five-minute story at the beginning. And that also alluded to incidents at Panama and the English Channel, which are from other stories. Now, at Panama, it was told that one day a huge storm blew the Corsa into the coastline, which ended up creating the Panama Canal. The English Channel story about Land's End goes like this. The Corsa was set to travel through the English Channel. As they neared, Stormalong noticed that the width of the ship may be too great to fit through. It'll be a tight squeeze, man. I want you to give the outside of the ship a good coating of soap. So his crew all grabbed for the soap that they had on board and rubbed it all over the boat. The Corsa slipped through the channel, barely, thanks to the soap. Although a good chunk of the soap scraped off against the cliffs as they passed over. Sorry about that, he called over. He received a letter shortly after politely asking if he would go the long way around next time. Will do, he muttered to himself. Another story takes place during Stormalong's time as a rancher. One day, a twister rolls through and lifts up one of the large barns with him inside it. Stormalong unties his huge bandana and uses it as a sail, guiding the barn back down, finally landing in the Gulf of Mexico. This is the event that brings back his nostalgia for sea life, leading to his return as captain. Well, a night on the town wouldn't do us any harm. Well, a night on the town wouldn't do us any harm. Well, a night on the town wouldn't do us any harm. And we'll all hang on behind. And we'll roll the old We'll roll the old We'll roll the old And we'll all hang on behind. The initial ship that Stormalong signed up to is often referred to as the Lady of the Sea and some versions of the story have him becoming the captain of this ship before building the Corsa. In these tellings, he only builds the Corsa after returning to the sea after trying his hand at farming and ranching. It is said that he was the only sailor alive strong enough to steer a ship as huge as the Corsa, and that if it went slightly off course, could completely destroy any of the smaller Caribbean islands if it had hit them. The ship is not always called the Corsa, and in some versions of the story is named the Tuscarora, 
is another Stormalong story where he has a run-in with his rival, the Kraken. Although in this instance, it is sometimes just described as a very large octopus. In it, a storm blows the courser's anchor overboard, causing the ship to stop dead. The crew try to pull it back up, to no avail, and so Stormalong jumps overboard to retrieve it himself. He's gone for a time and the crew starts to worry, but eventually reappears with the anchor in hand. The crew ask him what happened and he tells them that the Kraken, or a giant octopus, had a hold of it and would not let go, so he challenged him to an arm wrestle and won. Then he tied the creature's arms in knots. He told the crew that it would take a month to get them untied. The death of Stormalong changes depending on the story. I told the more famous version of his race with the steamboat captain, but there are other versions, so I'll tell them in one last story for this episode. The Death of Captain Stormalong After the death of Captain Stormalong, there were many rumours as to what had caused it, many choosing not to believe the boat race story. Some said that Stormalong's enormous appetite finally got the better of him, and one day, after stuffing the biggest meal he had ever eaten into himself, consisting of numerous whole sharks, he suffered indigestion so bad that it finished him off. Others said it was a hurricane. They said that one day, Stormalong entered very treacherous water, and a hurricane was tearing through, threatening to destroy some of the smaller ships on the water. Everyone, on board the Corsair! He and his crew managed to bring all of the other sailors on board his huge ship, saving them. He battled his way past the hurricane to drop them all off back on land. The Corsair had received a lot of damage, but it was still afloat, and he unfurled the sails to see if they were salvageable. As he did, one large, huge gust from the aftermath of the hurricane blew through and took the whole ship and Captain Stormalong with it. And that was the last that anyone saw of him. When Stormalong signed up to be on his first crew, he did so with his initials, Stormalong, AB, which people tell to be the origin for AB referring to an able-bodied sailor. There are even more Stormalong stories out there, aside from all the ones I talked about in this episode, so there's plenty for you to go and look up if you're interested in finding out more or reading more of his tales. And we're coming to the end of this episode now, so I hope you've enjoyed it. I've had some really nice messages from listeners, so if you'd like to get in contact, you can do so at 5minutefolklore at gmail.com or via the website 5minutefolklore.com, where you can also find links to my Twitter, Facebook, etc. And I'll be launching a Patreon very soon, so keep an eye out for that if you want to support the show. Then I would love to try and keep this podcast going regularly. Another way to support is to leave a rating and review via iTunes. They really help out. So thanks to those of you who have done so already. There'll be a short break at the beginning of next year, but for now I'm hoping to get the first 12 episodes up weekly. A few thanks first to Rick Dove for providing the voice of Captain Stormalong on this episode, and a special thanks to composer Antti Martikainen for allowing me to use his piece Destination Tortuga underneath the main story. 
to Jackson Parodi for his accordion version of Ocean from the video game The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, one of my absolute favourites, uh, and that was underneath the Land's End story. And to Dave Coffin, whose rendition of the classic shanty Roll the Old Chariot was played in parts during the rest of the episode. You also heard the Barbary Coast from the Curse of Monkey Island soundtrack under the Death of Captain Stormalong story. I have one last shanty to play, sometimes called Old Stormy Was a Good Old Man, but more commonly known as Stormalong John. This is one of the original songs sung by sailors about Stormalong, dating all the way back to the 1830s or 40s, and is all about the death of Stormalong. This version was recorded for the video game Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Enjoy and thanks for listening. Oh, poor old storm, he's dead and gone. So long, boys, so long, John. Oh, poor old storm, he's dead and gone. Ha Come along, get along, stormy along, John. I dug his grave with a silver space. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.